got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Big Big E. I think this might be like a first. Wait, Don't wait, jinx it, it bro. Look at that. Don't jinx it. Yo. All right. Hold on. Before we even get started, so let's talk about this real quick. Wow. Santa Barbara, did it get canceled? I think it did. I don't. I haven't heard anybody talk about Santa Barbara. Since my mom watched Santa Barbara when I was like in first grade. Yo, my mom was all about it. I think it was like was a Castillo, Cruz Castillo. I forgot the name <laughs> of the family, the main family, but yeah, wow, you just took me back to my that... days of youth. <laughs> what? That, that was her youth. So there was a soap opera. I'm pretty sure it's canceled now, but there was a soap opera in the 90s called Santa Barbara. And that was my Santa mom. Santa Barbara? Yeah. Yeah, about Santa Barbara, California, son. <laughs> well, that's where the fam lived. Yep. And my mom, that was like her chosen soap opera. And as it turns out, Ross's mother also was a fan. Yeah. Yo, I'm trying to remember the name of the family. Uh, Google it. <laughs> wow. Santa I cannot. Barbara. I refuse to Google it. <laughs> I refuse to. I know there was like a dude named Channing in there. Ah. I just remember, like, lying on the couch, homesick from school, had my tonsils out, just watching day in and day out of Santa Barbara. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. I might have to Google it later, but in the effort of respecting everybody's Filthy time. rich Capwell family. Capwell, yes! That's what it was! It was Capwell! Yes! Oh, my God. What am I? What is this? What are you guys have me looking up? Final episode. Yes. The final episode aired January 15th, 1993. It did get canceled. Yeah. It won Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Drama Series. And they canceled it. They canceled. And uh, yeah, just the daytime creative no. arts. Can you humor me? me? Google does. Is General Hospital still on? Oh, I'm sure it is, isn't it? I think it, I think Stephen A. Smith was on it. I remember in the '90s, my cousins would watch it, and then and then we'd watch like 90210 right afterwards. It was a good lineup for us. Like you know what? I was the younger. Uh, I was the younger, like kid cousin tagging along, getting to watch this stuff. So my bad. Uh, it's still going on. Sixty seasons. The first episode was April first, nineteen sixty-three, and counting. <laughs> so then, Guiding Light. Then one of them got canceled. One of those long-running ones got canceled. Wow. I'm yeah. sure Days of Our Lives is still going. Oh, maybe that was the one that got canceled. No, I have to think. I don't know. I mean, look, how many seasons do we have of Grey's Anatomy? I'm not surprised that there's been 60 seasons of General Hospital, but yeah, man, nah, Days of Our Lives is still going. Yeah. Okay, so it was Guiding Light. It was Guiding Light that got that got shut down. Man, oh, yeah. yo, so so talking about like <laughs> Santa Barbara, it's like The Wire, right? Like you know, if you've watched The Wire at any point in time in your life, then you see like the, an actor from The Wire and something. You're like, oh snap. This dude right here was a, it's the it's same a thing. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing with Santa Barbara. Like, I would see an actor, you know, they'll have like a, a, a tertiary role in some 
movie or 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 like a uh, an episode of like a TV drama or maybe even like a, a sitcom, and then I would recognize them. Like I'd be like, "Oh, that was so and so." Dang. So you bring it up, Santa Barbara. Shout out to you. <laughs> shout out to you. Em. Shout out to you. Uh, shout out to my wow. mom. <laughs> I don't wow, wow, wow. saying about you. you, you anyway. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Santa Barbara. Yo, Santa Barbara, <laughs> yo. <laughs> all right, Santa all right, all right. Let me get let me get this show started. Let me get this let me let me let me get the intros going. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Well, just ladies and gentlemen, pretty much. Uh, your kids shouldn't be listening to this for the most part. I mean, he, not that he, she, they, you know. Yeah, sure. All that. <laughs> All of that. Let's be included. All that good stuff. Yeah, this is your uh, favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. <laughs> you know how we do. This is uh, Get It How You Live with a you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Dang, Me. Your other host, Ross. We got Emily, hostess Me. with the mostess. <laughs> the mostest problems. Mm. Oh, brother. Mostest rat problems, probably. Oh, mm. if you wait to hear my problems. Oh, this is going to be great. Yes. All right. Well, bump it. Let's just kick it off with the wows and pals of the week. Holler at me. Oh, I'm going first? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, all right. So, so I will forewarn that I might be a salty bitch tonight because I have so many pals that I don't even know where to start. First of Ooh. all, I cut the shit out of my finger and it's Ooh. killing me. I did see that. That's gross. Like, yeah. fucking really gross. I it's... saw that picture and uh, I uh, yeah, I told her, I was like, you should probably get stitches. That looks really bad. Yeah, it is really bad, but they can't stitch it. So, there's that, that's wow number one. Wow number two, did I tell you guys about my washer dryer venting issue? I can't remember. Uh, so my house could burn down at any moment in time or just like kill me with mold because we have now discovered that our dryers do not vent to the outside. They are venting straight into the walls. And, <laughs> and so now um, I luckily am not having a mold problem, but two of my other neighbors are having massive mold problems where like they basically can't even stay in their houses right now. Um, and we had somebody come out and look at everything and they told us all the building code violations. Also, our HVACs are installed backwards so nobody can service them. Um, so I have many, a many a pal with this house that I purchased. Um, so yeah, I, uh, see, man, that's what home ownership is like, huh? Ugh. I mean, look, Pretty I bought much. a foreclosure. I knew there were going to be problems, but I also got a home inspection and my home inspector wasn't like, hey, your HVAC is installed backwards. Seems like a basic thing for them to catch. Um, I don't know. I mean. Well, I don't hmm. know how they inspected my HVAC to see if it was working, if it was installed backwards and can't be serviced. Hmm. <laughs> so, you know, uh, also work has been really shitty and um, I don't like change. As we all know, and there's been a lot of people in my office this week, and I'm like, "Can you please get out of my space? Like, I need my quiet. I need my space. Like, you're interrupting um, to share tidbits about your life, and I don't care." Mm. So, um, 
Anyway, I got pals. Oh, you mean like people been coming in, like trying to talk to you? Like, yo, this what's been going on? Yeah, so. And you're like, nah, son, I ain't got time for that bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we have an open floor plan kind of office. Of course, very futuristic. I hate it. And I need, I need silence to work. You know, some people can have music on in the background or like a show on in the background. I need absolute silence. I can't listen to you huffing and puffing. I can't listen to you scraping your yogurt bowl. I can't mm. listen to you like smacking your fucking gum. Mm. I can't Preach. feel. I Preach. can't feel. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you feel some sort of way about that. Sound. Yeah, boy. Yeah, I can't deal. And and right now we've got some extra people in our office, and they talk constantly. And so I have started trying to do the universal signal of putting my headphones in my ears of like, yeah. don't talk to me. And then I do the really dramatic like pull my head my earbud out of my ear when they try to talk to me i'm like what and i make them repeat themselves and then they keep fucking interrupting me and i'm like i can't get my shit done because you're scraping the fucking bowl with your spoon it's empty it's empty (laughs) you sound like somebody i know you sound like somebody i know (laughs) i don't know who you're talking about man (laughs) i don't know who you're talking about hit dog will holler (laughs) (laughs) i don't know you're talking about the bowl is empty that's great it's empty. Get another. If your yogurt container is empty and you were scraping that plastic with that spoon, I want to shove that spoon into your eye and gouge your eye out. If you're still hungry, go get another yogurt. Like, I can't. Uh. There's somebody in my office who brings in a frozen smoothie in a Yeti cup and Ooh. scrapes the spoon against the side of the Yeti metal. And I'm like, gotta mm. get all them calories, girl. Mm. You gotta get all them calories, girl. <laughs> anyway, mm. I'm a salty bitch tonight. There's been a lot of things happening. So my wow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, is there a wow? Like, what's the... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my wow is that Love is Blind season three is back. And oh, I've been watching it tonight. And, you know... Mike holds our Shout out to Chris for that one. Shout out to Chris Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Listen, (laughs) I got a lot of feelings about this one. My my cool dark heart is like kind of melting a little bit. There's a guy on there. He's clearly making the wrong choice. And I'm like, let me save you. But he's Nigerian. And that's kind of what I do with Nigerians. So I'm not going to do that. Wow. You know? So she in DC too, man. Wow. Shout out. Shout out to Chocolate City and the Nigerians. (laughs) Shout out. Um, I spent I've spent many many years with with Nigerians, uh, kind of <laughs> my chosen wow. kind of my chosen mate. Wow! Uh, and I can just tell he's making the wrong choice. So mm. um, you know, but but the wow is I'm excited to see all their bad life choices. So. Ah! Okay. Yeah. Well, well, I I feel like, geez, um, I should have been <laughs> taking notes because. I feel like I, I need I need to hear more and I, I want to get like some some context to a few things. Um, what first few and things? F- I mean, first and foremost, I have to be honest with you. Part of me is happy to hear about your home situation. I know what you're thinking, <laughs> Ross. What the fuck kind of bullshit is that? Only because I felt like our home inspector did us grimy too. Yes. And so and so I'm kind of glad to hear it. 
I'm kind of glad mm. to hear. I'm like, okay, so it wasn't just us. But I've learned some things. Like a lot of times, realtors will just go with like a home inspector that they know. Because I mean, it doesn't matter. Like if you're not in that industry, you're not going to be like, yo, I don't want to go with your boy Jose or your boy Adrian. By the way, our home inspector's name was Adrian. You know, I don't want to go with your boy Adrian. We're actually going to go with my boy Jose because I I didn't I don't know anybody in that industry. So I was just like, oh, word, that's your man's. That's who, okay, cool. How much is it? What for? The, okay, cool. Let's do it. And then, you know, because that's their homie, most of the time they're going to do or say whatever has to be said or done so mm -hmm. that the house can, you know, be like, yeah, yeah, everything's good with the that house. deal done. And then that way, that realtor can go ahead and make the sale, make the purchase, whatever, to get that commission. But and hindsight then, is 2020. Yeah, but you got a crib. Right. A crib that now I you can't got a crib afford to fix. <laughs> that you cannot afford to fix. Yep. Yes, that is exactly it. Boom. It's, like buying a, right. it's like buying a lemon. I wish I knew how to rotate an HVAC on my own. <laughs> so, so I'm happy, not happy, but at the very least, I'm like, ooh, okay, cool. All right. So that's that. The other part is, um, I feel for you on the office piece. Maybe not as much as, again, someone that mm -hmm. I know. But I feel like on the office piece, only because when I got, you know, when I was working at the college, at first I was working in an open space, but it was mad cool because that was possibly the best team that I've ever worked with, like professionally. So there was never any issue. But then I moved to a, I moved to a, to a different part and I got an office and I just felt like, wow, this is great. I got an office. Then I got promoted again and I got another office. Felt even better. Then I ended up then leaving. I got promoted again. Yes, I yes, like yes. That. Two years later. And then got another <laughs> office in the Ivory Towers. And I felt great because it was a bigger office. It had a beautiful view, whatever, whatever. Eventually, I ended up transitioning out of there, right? November 2021. Got a job working as a recruiter. That was a straight up open space. Made more money, but boy, did I miss having an office. Yeah. Because, because it was you just, could it close was just, the door. It was just different. Like I remember finding, like I was the only one who would be like, "I, right, I'm, I'm gonna go for that lunch. cubicle like, life I'm, is different. Like I'm, like I'm not gonna eat with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm not really interested about like your bowl that you got from Nature Stable or whatever. I'm, I'm just gonna go out. You know, mm -hmm. with my, whatever the case may be so so i feel you on that i feel you on that i feel you on that um and then i wanted to ask you because i remember when we last recorded you had ended up going to i don't know if you ended up going actually there was like a, oh, a function that you should have gone you to for remembering <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so so actually it is a it is a good ending because i was dreading right. going you know i was i, I was really dreading going um, and my, my coworker, that's the same level as I am was supposed to go with me. And then she backed out at the last minute for some yeah. personal reason. Okay. And so I was like, oh my God, my safety blanket is gone too. Like, this is awful. I showed up at the same time with, um, she was a magistrate, which is like slightly lower than a judge, but still sits on the bench. She just retired like a year or so ago. She and I are rolling at the same time, and we're driving the same gray Prius. And she's like, look, mm. we're twinsies. I'm like, oh, okay. And so <laughs> she and I hung out all night. It was kind of really cool. Um, but I actually had a really good time. Um, and I I had a really good time because it ended up being smaller than was anticipated. There was probably only like 10 of us there. And I knew most of the people there. So 
I actually was like, oh, this is great. And when the event ended, me and that magistrate were leaving at the same time. Um, and she gave me some like words of advice and whatnot. But um, it was like so much different that when you go to a uh, like a bar event, not a, you know, a, a legal bar event, right? Um, there's it's still such an old boys club mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that it just sucks. Like you can't have any like real personal conversations or anything. Um, and there's too many people there and it's like handshaking and whatever. This was way more casual, intimate, actually talking about what's going on in our lives. So I felt much, much better. And I'm in hindsight, I'm actually glad that my coworker didn't go because if she had gone, she would have been my safety blanket and we would have just like, walked around as a pair <laughs> you would have never opened yourself up yeah so so in hindsight i'm glad that happened um so i did survive the event even though i dreaded going i even tried to arrive late and i still was me and that judge were the first two people there <laughs> so you know so I like the legal bar event was that a bar no, I hope. So, so, so dang, so, not even what kind? What is this? No, it should well, be illegal to car, call it a bar event. So, <laughs> if you're part, like, okay, so illegal instance, bar event is the name I'm of part of thing. the Montgomery illegal County bar, bar event is the name of this episode. All right, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of like the DC bar or the Montgomery County bar or whatever, right? They have hmm, events, I'm part of the Montgomery County bar. Hmm, see. Uh. Oh, whatever like they they'll have an event like they'll have a holiday party or whatever and it's there's catering and like you know cheap wine and beer or whatever and like two or three hundred people descend on this two-hour mixer and it's just a shake hands who you know kind of thing it's like open bar yeah but it's just wine and beer mm. um eh. it, but those events suck this event was um, open bar event okay it's not illegal. It's <laughs> literally hosted in the courthouse. It's not, even, it's not even at a real bar. Anyway. No, it's not. Have you thought about joining the Fairfax County bar? No, because that's Virginia and I don't think <laughs> I will get you on the Virginia trade, I promise. It's <laughs> the last thing I do on this podcast. I will not practice in Virginia. I'm eligible to practice in Virginia. I will not practice in Virginia. Um anyway, no, this was uh like an hour-long drive away to Laurel, which is a part of Maryland mm-hmm, that sits in four different four different counties. Um, the person that was hosting it lives in this like swanky little gated community, and she hosted a wine and s'mores party. Oh, um, wine and s'mores! Like Man, that. what if you don't like marshmallows? Could I just eat the graham crackers and chocolate? You probably could. I didn't have a s'more. I just had wine. Dang! You went to a s'more party and you didn't have a s'more. You know what? I like s'mores with Reese's peanut butter cups. Ooh, and probably. they didn't have Reese's peanut butter cups, so. So not as fancy as Emily thought illegal open bar <laughs> s'more event. No. Party. The point is, I survived and I'm actually happy I went. That's good. Yeah. Well, so. I'm glad you as well. Yeah. And we didn't even have to talk about the hurricane. <laughs> oh, that's right. You didn't have to make small talk. <laughs> nope. Even nope. better. All right, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. I guess I guess I'll go in in the tradition. Um, so I'll share my pal first because that's what Emily did. Um, you know, as she or you said, can have twelve of them. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I don't have twelve of them. <laughs> um, yo, getting old sucks. 
<laughs> That's all I'm gonna say, really. Tell me uh, about it. As far as like you know, background or uh, just just to, to set what I'm talking about, I uh, I think it was maybe Friday or Saturday. I slept on my right shoulder. And I guess I was very tired because I woke up on my right shoulder. Yo, that mm. shit ain't been right since. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, literally. My right shoulder been wrong. <laughs> exactly. No. Exactly. Exactly. It was just like yesterday mm. I was able to kind of like lift it. You know, I was like, oh, okay, I'm able to do this. Like for a while, I couldn't even pick shit up. I couldn't even pick stuff up, y'all. Did you, I mean, did, did you dislocate your shoulder or something? Uh, I, I wish I could say that I did. Like, I wish I had something cool like that to say. But the answer is no, sir. The answer is no. The the, the pain was literally on, uh, man, I don't know how to say it. I'm, let's say it was in the AC joint. Does uh, it feel like your arm is, like, hanging? Kind of, yeah. But, like, there's there was a specific point where the pain came from and it just radiated. Ugh. And uh, but you know yeah. it's, it's it's getting much better, but um, I think it's the acromion. Y'all can look that up. The acromion. Yeah, it's like know. a very very specific point in your shoulder, and that's literally where it hurt. But it's getting better. So um, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> good ish. You know, you know what? Like, yo, you good? And then you just give them the look, like, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's exactly. That's where I'm at right now. As far as my wow, um, yo, you know, like lately, so let's say two, it come, it's something that I realized two Fridays ago, but I'm just kind of, I've just kind of been, you know, riding that quote unquote high, if you, if you will. Um, friend of mine, you know, Marv, our kids, as well as Nardo are like in Taekwondo together. And, um, they had like a belt test two Fridays ago and it was cool to see them do the belt test, but, um. But Marv's kid is actually, like, at a higher level, right? So his test was, like, a test test, you know mm. what I mean? And so um, it was just, you know, Marv wasn't able to be there, so we stayed there with, with, with his wife, and we just kind of watched Miles um, go through it, and it was just mad. Like, it was at that moment, I was kind of like, yo, I'm over here, like, sitting next to, to our friend Bernardo, and we're just, like, watching, you know, our friend's son, like, do his thing. And it was just, like, a good feeling, like, the opportunity – to just like congregate with um, with people that I've known for such a long time, people that I hold so close to to my heart, but it was just like a nice chance just to like, yo, you know, like our, our, our kids are like actually growing up together, doing stuff together, right? And it just made me like very thankful for shit like that. You know, our friend Bud, he, he just calls me randomly sometimes. Just like, hey, what's up? What, what, you know, is everything all right? Like, yeah, just, just want to see how you're doing. You know, so I'm just thankful for things like that. So that's my wow. Like, just like opportunity to just like congregate with my peoples. You know, I'll hit up my boy Saul. Like, yo, everything okay at work? <laughs> and then, you know, we'll just like get into whatever. You know, or even <laughs> when we were talking about um, Man on Fire, the fact that we can literally like sit there and drop everything and watch that movie for no reason at all if it comes on cable tv <laughs> you know so i i just i'm just like appreciative of that right like i i've had an opportunity to spend a lot of time with loved ones if you know, uh like, if you haven't seen man on fire people i'm telling yeah, you right now denzel washington at his at his finest and you he'll never go about... back to that no i mean he can't it's impossible he's too old now 
He'll never go back to that. He, like he doesn't even move that way anymore. No, he, he moves well, all weird in Equalizer. Equalizer two is even worse. He looked. He looked like Steven Seagal in Equalizer. Mm, yeah, you know, you know how like Steven Seagal started looking suspect twenty years ago. No, it's all, they, all, they, all they started doing was doing waist shots and chest shots from <laughs> chest, waist and chest above. You ain't seen his legs or his feet moving. All you see is the arms swinging, whack, whack, whack. Yeah. <laughs> it's in one yeah. spot. It's just like, oh, but I'm telling you, you need to watch Man on Fire. I'm talking about Mark Anthony is just this horrible human being in this movie, which, I mean, it's probably not, not you know, it probably was an easy role for him to play. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I did it for like, the three of us. I did yeah. it for the three of us. Oh, Oof, I'm telling you right now. You know what he left me with? He left me with the stat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's he didn't that. leave me with the vampire. <laughs> yeah. Great movie, great movie. Oh man, I'm telling you, the best one-liners from Denzel. I'm telling yeah. you, the the best, yeah. the best. Oh my god. Oh yeah, you from Jersey? You from Jersey? Oh, you American? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm from Jersey too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Oh, good call on that movie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry, y'all. Sorry, I'm sorry. I could no, talk man, about that all day. We could talk about this shit all day for real. <laughs> oof, oof. <laughs> Did uh, Nas get a belt? Oh, yeah, he did. He did. He did. He got a belt. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that wasn't what it was about, but I'm glad you asked. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he passed his test. He passed his test, which then that, like, led me to, like, think about, like, something else. I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, Shalot Jason Wilson out of Detroit. He's got, a, he's got like, a, a martial arts center called the Cave of Adullam. Mm. And um and um it's it's pretty cool because he because he uses martial arts to kind of like get you know young black boys to number one to keep young black boys off the street but more go ahead no no I was gonna say is he to do that like the kids crying yeah so okay okay in the video like that viral video or yeah 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 that video for however many years ago yeah. yeah well he he just came out with a documentary um produced by none other than Lawrence not Larry. Fishburn and don't call um, him Larry. Don't call him Larry. Um, Larry. by Lawrence Fisher, and it's available on on ESPN Plus. But um, yeah, like I got a chance to watch that, and it was just like again, like kind of like interweaving, like the opportunity to be there, to be around family, like spending more time with my wife, spending more time with my children, and then spending more time with my friends. And um, yeah, that was the wow. Man on fire, though. Man on fire. If nothing else stuck out, stood out from what I said. (laughs) <laughs> Me pouring my heart out. You definitely need to watch Men on Fire. And I'm not even joking. Like, it's a great movie. Mm. All right. That's it. What's she call a bear? What's she call a bear? <laughs> and he's like, greasy. <laughs> and then the dramatic music. Yeah. Because the bear, greasy bear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. My life for yours. My life for her life. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was, that was, that, that, it, I know y'all are thinking like Saul's acting crazy, but that's just how good that damn movie. Emily, have you ever watched? Man oh, I I have one hundred percent watched it, probably a couple times, but I can't yes. quote it like that. Oh, oh it's my so god. good! Oh my it's god! So good. That, so that, that song, like, that song. Oh, una palabra. Yes. <laughs> don't make me don't make me go in there. I don't even speak Spanish, y'all. Uh, yeah. I don't even speak Spanish. That's all. Oh man. Oh man. Oh, and, and Christopher Walken's in it. I mean, come oh, on. Oh shit. He's, hey, he's about to paint his masterpiece. 
I was like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a good movie. That's a good movie. Anyways, all right. Yeah, give us your uh, wilds and pals there. Sir. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that about getting old, uh, like, fucking <laughs> pretty bad. Because I had a similar past, like, three weeks. This is, so, what's today? Wednesday. We're recording on Wednesday night. So tomorrow will be Thursday. Will be the fourth week of my back being, like, uh, on the mend right now. I'll say it that way. Um, I don't know what happened. If I slept weird or, or, or wrong, I don't. I I don't know what the fuck I did, man. But four weeks ago, I woke up and I was like, man, my back. I kind of tweaked it. Uh, whatever. But it was a gym day, so I was like, uh, I, I'm not gonna miss out on a gym day. Whatever. I just woke up. I probably just need to stretch it out a little or whatever. I'll figure it out. Um, so whatever, you know, I started doing squats at the end and I was like, man, I, I was finished and I was like, mm, I, I don't know. I don't, that, that didn't feel right. Um, all I know is that by the end of that day, I, I could like barely, I could barely walk. And then the next day I couldn't even get out of bed. I remember I'm like, I, I, I contemplated like not even going to work. I was like, I might have to call out. I don't know. I, I this is very uncomfortable, right? I, I don't know what to do. So, you know, put I kept ice in it and stretching it out and like just resting. Um, and day by day, it just kind of kept getting better. The thing I didn't do though is I, I didn't really skip gym days, I just kind of went light, which is kind of nice. Which, which, which I, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but it just kind of made me feel like okay, I, I'm taking care of this injury and I'm not really losing any days off the gym or whatever. And I don't know, I guess it wasn't as serious as I thought, but those first like couple days, I mean, I'm talking about like back spasms. It was, it was out of control. Um, but now I'm, now I can kind of like hop up the stairs. I couldn't, I couldn't, you I, can I, I don't, kind of pop up the stairs. Oh, I can't run, but I'm used to, I'm used to running up the stairs. Every time I come home, you know, just like go up the stairs, just kind of, I don't know how to explain it. I don't, I don't like to take one step at a time. I'm like a two stepper. <laughs> I know, I know, what I know you're exactly <laughs> what that looks like in your converse, and your toes turn a little bit in as you're going so fast. <laughs> uh, yes. See, there you are. Right. So you know exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm just. I, I don't know. My grandpa was a two stepper. You know. You gotta I'm see a chiropractor. Ah, uh, whatever, man. I'm scared they're gonna like break me and I'll die. But. That anyways. won't happen, and you should see a chiropractor. Yeah, you probably continue. Right. But anyway, so yeah, so today, I mean, it's just been feeling better and better, and I'm kind of, I'm pretty much back to full strength working out, and it's great. Uh, but it's just that it's been a pretty, it was, it was rough, man. Those first two weeks were really rough. Um, my wow, uh, I got a new cell phone. I upgraded. Oh. Um, yeah, I got the, you got the, the 14. Got the 14. Okay. Um, I'm, I don't even know all the fancy stuff that it does yet. Okay. I, I just know that it's it doesn't run hot anymore like the, the iPhone 10 that I had. And uh, I mean, man, this thing, it, it's like a brick, though. It's kind of crazy. So I got the, what is it, the iPhone 14 Pro Max? No, just the pro, just the pro, not the max. The max is the really big one. I just got the regular or the you know the 
whatever the, the, the nice sized one ah, anyways i think i've ranted about this phone before and how much i hate this iphone and i'm never getting another iphone again i'm going android oh, I, have, I, I have the 13 pro and i hate it oh, i love this phone welcome to the family yeah, I'm oh. going back to Android as soon as I can. It's Except I keep. Home, baby, never too late to come home. Yep, I will be returning to the green text. I don't care. <laughs> wow. Anyways, shout out to Paul though for the hookup. You know what I mean? Word. You know what? Yeah, shout out to Paul, man. Yeah, shout you got PS Five. You got PS Five yeah. at that Target, y'all. Listen, listen, I'm about. I'm about to. Whew, all right now. PS5 says that target. Y'all better hurry up. Red card game, right? And I'm a holler, man, Paul. Y'all better hurry up and cop. Yeah, I gotta, I, I gotta go apply for one of them target red cards, man. Probably the worst thing I've ever done, but five percent back. Oh, whatever. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> I don't have the target card. I think it's five percent back. If you out here, copy yeah, it is. Fives, that five percent goes a long way. It is. It is. Um, man. All right. Well. Now that we're like a half hour into this, word. Um, I mean, what, 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 what did we really want to kind of get into? Was there anything specific? I mean, the, the what do you want to and, it sounds like you want to say something. Well, ahead, no, I, I mean, it was just that country that, that that question I had asked in the thread earlier, just because I I feel like. All right, so uh, with with those topics or that you know topics like that, um, like that question I I I proposed or whatever earlier, um, it's almost like beating a dead horse sometimes, you know, like everyone and we all and whatever society, like I just have have all, all talked about it. I feel like, but. Like I still, I still never really kind of understood. I guess the difference, you know what I mean. And like, shout out to Parker because I, I talked to Parker on Sunday while while I was watching the Jets put a whooping on a Broncos' ass. Um, and, and I asked him, I was like, "Yo, like, kind of, what's the difference between like racism and like prejudice, or like racist and, and, and prejudice, or whatever it is?" You know what I mean? Like, and because I, I feel like we all know, but. I had a hard time. I had a hard time kind of explaining the difference. Like, I mean, who who were you having that conversation with? Oh well, with Parker, (laughs) and previously before that with someone else. You know what I mean? I guess that's that's why I brought it up with Parker. So I'm I'm having the conversation with somebody else, kind of about it, and well, I I, actually all right. So the conversation. Backtrack. I guess started like uh, um, with like the question like can can black people be racist? Can like African Americans be be racist? So, damn it! I guess it all depends on how you define racism, right? And so, but of- is there isn't there just one definition for it? Or no, no, there isn't. There isn't. You get That's what I'm saying? Like- no, there isn't. And the reason why I'm saying that is because. Different people will see different. We'll see, especially when you talk about something like that, we'll see it differently. Because here's what I need you to think about, or at least take into consideration. You have people in this world who will define themselves. I'm saying in this world, let's make it smaller. In these United States, who will define racism as when someone actively says the N-word. 
right? And so I've never said the N-word, therefore I am not racist. You see what I'm saying? But then there are just a whole bunch of other patterns that are like, mm, I don't know, my G, that's very racist, right? But the reason why I'm saying it all depends on how you define it is because a lot of folks will define it as, yo, racism is the act of you actually being able to do something against someone based on their race. And then because of that action that you've done against that person, right, because of however you felt about their race, whether you felt some sort of superiority, whatever it might be. But because of that, that person doesn't have access to whatever things it that they may need to progress in life. Okay? And so if we're talking about, like, they not hiring someone because they're Black, not hiring someone because they're Latino, not hiring someone because they're of whatever ethnic background, then if you have a Black person who has that kind of power, the answer is yes, they can be. But most of the time, or if we just want to like paint like this broad stroke, it doesn't happen like that. So that's why we say that black. a lot of times you hear black people can't be racist because they don't have any kind of systemic power, right? They don't have something that they stand on that's like, yo, this right here gives me power over this person, right? And because of that, that's why it's like, no. A lot of times you hear people say, no, black people can't be racist, right? And prejudice is just that, like you have preconceived notions about people, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're able or willing to go above and beyond and not allow them to progress in life. I like to use sports analogies all the time, right? Like, let's say you're a Yankees fan and you don't like Boston Red Sox fans, Right. Being prejudiced, as you say, man, Boston Red Sox fans are all whack because of whatever those reasons may be. Being racist would be I'm not giving this person anything to eat in my house because they're a Boston Red Sox fan. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Emily. So so prejudice to me can prejudice to me can also sometimes be a positive but it is a, like Ross says, it is a preconceived notion or feeling of this group is X. So Asians are smart. That's a positive prejudice. Or like so-and-so works really hard, right? Like, or so-and-so is really lazy. Like those are prejudices. The difference is there's racism when you feel a racial superiority to a group. And within that, typically, is the the power lies within your group to oppress or um, or help the group that you are targeting. And so that's why it is often been said, like, oh, the out groups can't be racist because they don't actually have the power to affect that belief one way or the other. Um, but I do think that there is space to say like, like there are minorities that have views of other minorities where they feel like they are racially superior to that other minority group. And I do think that could fall into the bucket of racism. But the difference is, like, they don't have, they, they're they not in a privileged status to impact that other group. Which is why I think a lot of people say, if you're not, like, if, if you're in a minority class, you can't be considered racist. But 
I, I do see the space for the, if you look down on another minor, minority and you think that you are superior because of your race, I don't know. Sounds like racism to me. Yeah, so kind of, I guess, uh, what makes it racism is like acting on it. It's not even acting on it. It's, it's the belief that you're superior because of your race. What if I just think I'm superior because I'm me? That's just like, ego. That's narcissism. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. My bad. Good call. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Ah, got it. I see. I see. I see. I see. I don't know. I racism mean, I don't know has what to do with power and, and the inequality of power. The imbalance of power, but but I do I I do think there is space for like one out group to look down on another out group and feel like they're morally or racially superior. No, for, for sure. X, I mean, reason. I've I've heard uh, an uncle of mine say some crazy things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at him. I'm like, yo, what? Oh man, no. But um, no, oh, it's crazy. Pre- prejudice is like the preconceived notion of group and stereotyping them accordingly to your preconceived notion. Versus racism is like, no, I know better than them, and I know what's better for them. So, so then, I just don't know why that was so hard for 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 me to kind of try to explain. Well, it's not an easy thing to navigate because I mean, even even based on what I said, right? I had to say, well, it's it's because it's a loose definition. It really is a loose definition. It's based on because in, in any conversation, so anytime you want to have that conversation, you want to first like, what do we agree on, right? And if we can't agree on a definition of what racism is, then we can't have a conversation about it. Hmm. Like, to me, this is a total hypothetical. If somebody was a Latino family and they were like, we have all this crime because all these black children are not being raised by nuclear families. Their dads are off doing whatever, right? Is that prejudice or is that racism? I mean, it sounds like racism. Correct. Because it's the I know better. Man, that sounds like every football head coach in America. But go on. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but go on. To, to, uh. to, to, to me, it's the I know better. I know what's wrong. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's just always crazy getting into those kind of conversations sometimes, I think. Just because. Well, then did you come to a consensus? What's that? Did you come to a consensus? Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, funny enough, I was the one kind of saying that, like, yo, no, there's no way black people can't be racist. (laughs) I was like, that's impossible. But it, it was for that. You know, for those reasons, like, you know, positions in power and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, But, you know, like Emily said, there is room, there is, there's room for that, you know, for, I mean, you know, you want to talk about 
like Dominicans and Haitians, the history of that, it's horrible, for example. You know what I mean? Like just kind of using that because we both, I feel, kind of have a pretty good grasp on that fucking, you know, horrible history or whatever. Right, right. Um, you know, but then you come to America and it's like, yo, you know, a Dominican is not a white person. Well, not one that looks like me anyway. Right. I said, yo, ain't... <laughs> and it's funny because ain't nothing like... So it's funny you say that because I guess it was the same thing like that happened to Gandhi, right? Gandhi's on a train in South Africa, I believe, and the the conductor's walking and he's telling, he's telling all the black people to go to the back. And then he tells Gandhi to go to the back and then Gandhi's like, oh, but I'm not black. And then Gandhi's like, he, and then the conductor's like, yeah, but you're not white either. Get your ass in the back. Mm. And and a lot yeah. of times, and a lot of times, that's what happens. But but and it's not even a lot of times that's what happens. That's literally what happens, right? Italians came to these United States. They weren't white when it came to the United States. The mm-hmm. Irish came to the United States. They weren't white when it came to the United States. But when we, as we are having this conversation today, Italians and Irish are considered to be white in 2022. Greeks are considered to be white in 2022. So maybe those Dominicans who came hoped that by a certain amount of time they'll be considered to be white or at least not black. I think that's the main thing. Nobody wants to be black in society mm. because that's the lowest that's the lowest rung. And then unfortunately... But everybody wants to be a rapper and breakdance, I'll tell you that. Right. right. Everybody, everybody appreciates black culture. Everybody appreciates black culture its proximity to being cool and the fact that black culture itself is very inclusive. And I mean, the list goes on and that's a whole nother conversation that we can get into, but yeah. Um, and you have, I have the same, I have the same issue in the Haitian community itself where they'll come to these United States. Clearly they're black, but they'll be like, yes, we're black, but we're not African-American. Because you notice that African Americans are treated a certain way in this society. And so you're like, I don't want to be like that. But then again, if we go to Mexico, black people in Mexico are treated like shit. Right? If you go to Argentina, hell, Argentina almost got rid of all the black people that were in Argentina. So if you go to Argentina and you're black, same thing. If you go to Brazil, which in Brazil, right, Brazil is the second is the second country has the second most population of Africans outside, not even outside, just in the world. The first country would be Nigeria. The second country with the most Africans and African descendants is Brazil. Same thing, though, you're in Brazil and you're Black, you are already at the bottom of the, bottom of the society. Mm-hmm. I, I think it has a lot to do with power. But there's also situations where, like, I don't know, is a Black guy in a MAGA hat at a Trump rally cheering for the Mexicans are racist or are rapists. Is that guy racist? Seems like it to me. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yo, Kanye sound is like, definitely it doesn't racist. Sound like, <laughs> it doesn't sound like prejudice. I was me. hoping we wouldn't have to say that name throughout the episode. Yeah, <laughs> she brought a black guy in a MAGA hat. Uh, you, what could I slide through? What is he saying that in that in the uh, song? Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Dang, it's a, it's a I, like, good song too, unfortunately. <laughs> for a very long time, I did ascribe to the only white people can be racist. At least only white people can be racist in America. 
was a view I ascribed to for a very long time. But yes, yeah, I don't know. I, I do feel like Trump is, it, it has shifted me a little bit. And, and to me, the distinction is, do you think you are superior to some other class or race or outgroup or however you want to deem it and that you think you know better what's better for them than they do? Yo. So riding what's something about a MAGA hat? Can I slide through? Oh my god! <laughs> so bringing up you, this 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 child of God found himself making a, a media run. I don't know why. I don't even want to speculate. Understanding the way he thinks, but at some point you see him sitting there, literally clamoring that the white male is the most discriminated against person Bruh. in American society. Oh my god. And I'm sitting there like, yo, what happened? But then again, I I already know what happened. So he's not oh, he's not even considered a billionaire anymore for those comments. No, he sure ain't. <laughs> he sure yeah, ain't. that's wild. That's wild. I Did mean, you hear that he showed up at Skechers unannounced? Yeah, I literally have. Yo, I have. <laughs> goes to Manhattan Beach, California. My guy shows up unannounced. Um, and I guess oh, yeah, so he did legally change his name to Ye. Yep, he should. Uh, okay, let's see what happened. He was considering Ye was engaged in unauthorized filming. Two Skechers executives escorted him and his party from the building after a brief conversation. Skechers is not considering and has no intention of working with West, the company said. Uh, apparently, Skechers is Jewish-owned, which I had no idea. I but... didn't really know that either. That's, oh, that's interesting. Uh, I mean, why? Like, you go from Adidas to... Look, no shade of Skechers, but... You know... Shade to Skechers. <clears throat> no, it's, it's just a whole different demographic. Anytime somebody yeah. says... Mm-hmm. You know? It's like a completely different demographic. You've got... You've got... I mean, like Joe Montana. They, you know what is, though? They do love goofy. some goofy shoes. What's that? They do love some goofy shoes and. Yeah, but that's because goofy. they're for old, old people, made for comfort. <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah. Children, well, what do you think his Yeezys like, are? Like, Those like, stupid webby Crocs made for comfort. No, but Sketches has nothing to do with Crocs. That's. I'm sure they have no, their version his, of Crocs. They do, but I'm talking about the the Yeezys he has that are like, they they look webby and got holes all over them, but they're just Crocs. That's all they are. Oh, I don't know. I, yeah, but, I've seen though. Those things are ugly. Yeah. Yeah, but they're just whatever. Wearing them for comfort. But th- this, you know what? And and this is the thing, I guess that I, I I'm getting annoyed with. And I, funny enough, I sent a tweet about this this morning. Um, like I, the people that I'm hearing, like people are saying, like, oh yeah, he's He's like, he's finessing his way out of these contracts because he's trying to go independent. And uh, like, Who's buying? Ex- exactly. Why? You know, the, the thing like they think like he's some free thinker or something for this. Like he's this is what he's got to do. And, and he's exposing people or exposing like I, like the only thing he's exposing, I think, is just how crazy he is and how like horrible of a businessman he turned out to be because. 
you know, with these companies, like they have buyers. That's how that's how it works, right? Like, like these the stores have buyers. Like, like if listen, if none, if none of these com- if all these people badmouth you, you know, and, and you've got that bad of a rep, and and you're just off the wall loony like that, like nobody's gonna buy anything from. You. The thing is, at least being with Adidas. You know, or, or like, and who who else was he with? Adidas, I think. Did he have a deal with Gap? I feel like he, he definitely had a deal. He with did, Gap. and Balenciaga. Yeah, but yeah, like you know, like they, they. I don't know why, but yeah, it, it's huge having those deals. You know, like trying to put, especially pushing your product out or, or promoting whatever it is you, you know that 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 you're selling, uh, your brand. Um, now you went off the walls, derailed yourself pretty much in business when it comes to things like this and you know social media accounts are being canceled uh like suspended or whatever and now but nobody's really parlor, fucking with you so. yeah oh yeah well i mean good for him i guess i don't know what he's what he thinks he's gonna do with that like i i guess what he bought it maybe to shut it down who is that his big thing like the big reveal no 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 i don't think so i think he wants it to be his next platform his next truth social like, um what seriously i what happened though is he really like it, it can't be that he's just off his meds crazy like this that makes him say these things like how 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 would these ideas uh, what would make you want to say these lies <laughs> well he's always clamped let, let me let me be careful of what i'm gonna say all right so First and foremost, the man says that he doesn't read books, okay? And he brags about that, right? Never read books, doesn't read books, this, that, and the third, but somehow has a charter school where he charges like 15000 a month for, uh, for tuition, but that's, again, a whole nother situation. But what you have there is you have, you have a guy who had someone who kept him grounded to reality and his mother, right? And once that woman was gone, he's never really dealt with that. And he's just been like trying to like clamor, trying to find something or someone to anchor him. He feels like he found that in Candace Owen. Unfortunately, we all know what Candace Owen is, right? And now he finds himself time and time again trying to trying to ingratiate himself in in white supremacist rhetoric. I don't know why, but I can, but I, but I know why in terms of like what's causing this. He's not, he's not anchored to any like black institution. And what I mean by that is, you know, we live in a mainstream society where a white person doesn't have to be told that they're great. A white person doesn't ha- does, doesn't know what it's like to be a minority, and it never will. Not within these United States. Not until twenty fifty something, right? Correct. Or earlier. Great replacement <laughs> theory. <laughs> right? Keep having babies. <laughs> so so they Keep don't. <laughs> so they don't get that. But the fact that, and it's sad. Like his mom was an English, like a black literature professor. So you know that there was like there have been institutions around him. 
He but read I, books. Come on. How does mom not make him read a book? But I listen, but you want to brag about not doing so, and that's the problem. That's the problem. And so being that he's not anchored in the black in, in, in anything black, yo, this dude is just out here falling for anything, right? You gotta what is it? What's to say you gotta stand for somewhere else? You're gonna be out here falling for everything. And he's falling for everything. And 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 it's been happening for a hot minute, going back to when he had that interview with Sway, where he's like, you know, trying to, you ain't got the answer, Sway. And 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 he's doing this name dropping, but everybody he's name dropping are like these white institutions, right? Louis Vuitton, uh, Walt Disney, I am Leonardo da Vinci. Like, wh- why? Why? Why are you trying to be all these white individuals? Just be you. Just be you. Why do you feel like you're worth is outside of yourself within these white institutions that more than likely don't even think much of you. And so well, it's also, oops, sorry. No, no, that's it. That's so, it. I was going to say, it's also crazy because, like, it's it's like he doesn't hear all of his fans being like, yo, college dropout, like, that was my shit. Knock this stuff off. Like, it's like it doesn't get through to him. He, he trolled or, us. He trolled us on the Life of Pablo album. He's got a he's got a freestyle about old Kanye, and you're like, oh okay, maybe he's coming back. He ain't come back. He motherfucker still motherfucker went even further. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's even more far gone. Cause yeah, there's a there's a, there's a part in there where they talk about I miss the old Kanye, straight from the gold Kanye, pink polo Kanye. And nah, man, he was just he was just he was just trolling us. He was just baiting us so we could string along for the ride a little longer. But um, yeah, no, nah, and and that's another thing, right? Who is he surrounded by? Who is he surrounded by? Because he's burning all these bridges, right? John Legend don't fuck with him, right? Uh-uh. John Legend was his man. Nope. You see what happened? Talib Kweli Kwa- could quite responsibly be the single-handed reason between Kweli and Mo's death. Be the reason why we know who Kanye West is today, because yeah. they're the ones he was. He was making beats for Rockefeller, but they weren't taking him out on the road. Right and Ka- 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 uh, Kwali and Mo's death were like, dude, come with us. And he started rapping on the road with them, doing shows with them. And now that and then Rockefeller took notice, even though he was already in their house. And you mm-hmm. see what he did to Talib Kwali. Talk about some. Oh no, I just I just used them to get to where I could be, so I could level up. Okay, well there you go. Now I don't want to. I don't want to fuck with you after you say some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you have just a host of other people. Hell, this motherfucker tried to <laughs> he tried to threaten Puff. Puff was like, "Yo, roll up. You know where I'm at." And so, like, just little by little, you've been seeing like just people who I I, I don't know his inner circle, but people who, who, for all intents and purposes, they have been his friends, people he was close, and they're just like falling by the wayside. Like, nah, that's not nah. I don't know him anymore. He's done. He's too far gone. He's too much in that Candace Owen space. Mm. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say it. All right? And then I'm going to let that go. But who you choose to be your life mate has a lot to do with where you're going to stand in life. And if your life mate can't be your rock or your foundation and the same, you can't be the same for them, Right? Then you ain't going to go too far. Or you're just going to stray and be fucking crazy. Candace Owens is married. No, I was talking about uh, Kim. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about your wifey. <laughs> oh no, my wifey is is my rock. Exactly. That's why I was like, 
that's where you gotta have in life. Exactly, but he did not, right? He yeah. got with him, and they yeah. were both about image. Which yeah. you know, whatever, whatever, whatever it is that brings you together, that's great. But I, but you know, when when everything is gone, like this guy, you gotta have something. You gotta have something yeah. that holds you to so the yeah. degrees will keep him warm at night. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Oh man. Yeah. Um dang man. Honestly, you know what? I really don't have have much else going on. Like uh anything crazy. I mean, whatever. Val Demings and, and Ruby and yeah, Rubio had their debate. Chris and and DeSantis had their debate. I didn't see that one. I saw the highlights. Uh, DeSantis looked weird. Like I, I can, like I don't know. Chris asked him a question. He was like, "Hey, man, are you gonna like can answer this honestly?" He's like, "Answer this question. Are you gonna serve all four terms if you if you win? You know, gubernatorial this gubernatorial race. Are you gonna serve all four years? I mean, and like he couldn't answer it. He wouldn't answer it. He just stayed there and waited and waited awkwardly until like the time ran out." It was like really weird. Everybody just you don't like look up the highlights of this, man. I, I you know what? I think I posted it on our Facebook page, like to fact check, you know, a lot of the things that were said. But, Who's his uh, running mate? Um, Hernandez, somebody Hernandez, right? Jenna? Not Pam Bondi. Oh no, you mean DeSantis? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, hold on. Is it I thought... Janet? Janet something? Is LT Lieutenant Governor? Uh, like um, if he decided to run for president. <laughs> oh, who's his running man if he decides to run for president? Um, clearly not. Clearly not forty-five. I don't Ted know. Ted Cruz. Man. Oh my god! I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. No way. That, that'll never happen. I'm glad. Let me not say who's that. Who's the gov- Uh, well, no, he couldn't do that because he sent immigrants there. Uh, <laughs> was, was it gonna, the Texan? What about the Texan? No, 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 I was gonna say who's the governor of Massachusetts right now because he's a Republican, but no, that won't work. Chris mm. Christie, <laughs> Greg, no, Greg Abbott, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think I don't think Ron DeSantis wants guy in a wheelchair next to him. It'll be the dude from Georgia. What's his name? Kemp. No, he won't go with Kemp. <laughs> I don't know. Kemp wouldn't the overthrow state. the election for it for Trump. He wouldn't find the oh, yeah, eleven thousand right, right. blah 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 votes. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Ross, you got to get how you live for us. Um, actually, yeah, I do. Holla. Yeah, let me let me um, let's talk about Mister. What's his name? Hold on, I gotta give you out a full correct name, y'all. Stevelyn Hardaway Morris. All right. So, some of y'all are probably Googling it right now. And you're oh, like, yes. oh, shit, Stevie Wonder. Yes, Stevie. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, let's, let's take it back. So, on, uh, on September 28th, 2022, um, Julio passed away. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, I saw that. I was like, damn, yo, Coolio, no, whatever. So I was just like reading a little bit about Coolio. And then they were talking about how like his billboard performance in 1995 of Gangsta's Paradise mm-hmm. 
um, has over 1 billion views. And I was like, oh shit, a billion views? So I had to go and look that up. Boom. So I, so I watched it, right? And this song came out when? Like 94, 95, like we just said? Bro, songs in the key of life is all I got to say. Go ahead. So, yeah. So for, <laughs> for all that time, I had no clue that it was a Stevie Wonder sample. So now I'm like, oh, shit, really? Because I'm watching the performance. You know, Luther Vandross, <laughs> may he rest in peace, announces the winner for the best song, best solo, whatever. And then it's Coolio and LV. And, and then Luther Vandross drops a little down where he's like, this is a sample from Stevie Wonder's Pastime Paradise. And I'm like, oh, shit, really? All right, so I watch it. And amazing performance. LV standing there, he's singing. And then at one point, cool, um, LV says, you know, they're spend, spending most of our lives living in a pastime paradise. And then Stevie Wonder turns around and he says, Gangster's Paradise. I'm like, yo, this is amazing. Like, that's that was like a, a, a respect type thing. That was great. So now I'm, I find myself going down this rabbit hole. So I'm reading an interview that Coolio did back with um, Rolling Stone, and he's talking about how the song came about. So as it turns out, LV, right, Larry Sanders, I think his name is, <clears throat> the guy who sings the hook, did the song with some other guy, uh, Rashid, whatever, and they were they were like they were going through you know digging in the crates. And then they found the song. Now, the reason why I never knew this song is because, yes, I've listened to songs in the key of life. But if I would, can be honest with y'all, when I listen to songs in the key of life, I always listen to the big hitters. And he's got, like, amazing singles on just that album. And if I'm not mistaken, that album won, like, album of the year, like, in, in, in the 70... What, what year was it out? Because y'all already 76. Know. So he won... That won, like, album of the year at the Grammys. Right. So that was an amazing album. Even Michael Jackson will say that that's like Stevie Wonder's best album, whatever the case may be. It is. All it right. definitely is. So going back to Julio's Rolling Stone interview. So he's talking about how like LV and this guy, uh, Rashid something, they are the ones who made the song. And then they were looking for various people to rap on there. So eventually, like, you know, Julio had the Fantastic Voyage song. So, you know, he had like a little bit of notoriety, a little bit of popularity. So they get Coolio, Coolio raps on there. Perfect. Now it's just like a standalone song. They don't know what they're going to do with it. In comes some movie studio who made a movie about these raggedy ass high school kids who needed a white savior. Shout out to Michelle Pfeiffer to get them through the educational system. Right. Y'all know it is dangerous minds. But that movie studio, and I don't remember exactly who produced it. That's why I can't say who the movie studio is. But the issue with the movie studio is that they were kind of like using focus groups to watch the movie. And the movie, based on the, the reviews of the focus group, were like very low reviews. So now they trying to get the song from them. So they're like, yeah, sure, use the song. Now, when the song comes on during the movie, whatever the case may be, somehow, some way, the movie is like getting these rave reviews from these focus groups. So now the movie studio is like, yo, can we get that? They're like, yeah, sure. One problem. They never cleared the sample. <laughs> so now they got to go. The studio goes to Stevie Wonder and they're like, hey, we want to use this song, Pastime Paradise. Matter of fact, listen to this song, Gangsta's Paradise, and tell us that's not the best thing you've ever heard. Julio's like, no, y'all ain't using my song for this bullshit. 
<laughs> and then he's like, they're like, why? He's like, no, that's not happening. Lo and behold, Julio's wife is cool with Stevie Wonder's brother. So somehow, some way, Julio's wife is able to get Julio a sit down with Stevie Wonder. So now, Julio what? goes to Stevie Wonder. They have this amazing conversation. Stevie Wonder's like, all right, man, you a cool dude. Let's do this. I'll let y'all use the song. All right, I'll clear the rights for the song. But I need you to take out all the cuss words, all the N-words, because I don't want my brand to be associated. I don't want my song, rather, to be associated with that. Julio's like, cool. Go back, re-record the song. Boom, they use it. Now, Ross, why would you make Stevie Wonder your feature forgetting how you live? Let's <laughs> let Coolio use Gangsta's Pastime Paradise for Gangsta's Paradise. Well, as it turns out, Stevie Wonder cut a deal with the studio. And um, Stevie Wonder owns 95% of the publishing. Damn! Paradise. 95%? 95% of the publishing for Gangsta's Paradise is owned mm. by Stevie Wonder. Now, I have not had the chance to find how much money that song has made since 1995. Ooh. But it's been used, used, and used. And that's on top of however much they had to pay him to be able to use the sample. But yes, since 1995, y'all, Stevie has been getting 95% of the publishing from Gangsta's Paradise. And with that said, to you, Mr. Steveland, Hardaway Morris, get it how you live. That's all I got. Wow. It, By the it way, it makes me want to just go play that song on repeat to be my top song on Spotify. So you can get right. all the money. Um, <laughs> you said Coolio passed away September 28th. When did he die? Was it September? Is that is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. Was that the day? That's what I said. I said September 28th, 2022. Was I wrong? No, we, I don't know. But if that, I'm, I'll, I'll fact check you here in a second. I'll double check it. But what a coincidence that the release date of. Songs in the Key of Life was September 28th. Oh! So he died on the anniversary. So he died on the anniversary of, of the release. Halftime Paradise. Lolly, lolly, lolly. Which y'all should listen to that song. September 28th. He died. Oh, yeah. Y'all should listen to Pastime Paradise. Oh, it's good. It's a really good song. It's I was good looking at lyrics. So the reason I know this. Is because I've been listening to this album lately, um, just on the way to work and stuff like that. And I'll listen to it the whole way through. And it's been for a minute now. And I'm like, man, Pastime Paradise, Gangster's Paradise. I was like, is this where they got it from? And I was like, this is amazing. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it is. It's, it's a really good song. Um, but yeah, that's wild. What a wow, Ross. What a dig. <laughs> you, I have my moments. I have my moments. What a dig. Oh my. I like that. Pastime paradise. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you what you don't know what else is crazy? I was talking to Parker about this. Parker brought it up randomly like two weeks ago at the bar. I don't know why that maybe maybe Gangster's Paradise came on. That's why. But I anyways. About like the... <laughs> 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 what was that? Um, you know, that was Emily giving us her musical stylings. Wow! Flexing uh, the golden pipes. All right. I'm Emily, just saying, give, give some, give TV some money. Put that shit on replay. Give no, us, no uh... definitely. To be fair, I don't think Stevie needs 
anybody's money at this point in his life. No, it's paid. No, no, he good. And 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 yo, and you should you should read like the story behind the 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 songs in the key of life. Like he was done. Like he was gonna retire. He was gonna move to Africa. That was like his 18th studio album. He was done. He was out the game. Yeah. He was out the game at like 26 years old. He was like, fuck y'all, I'm going to Ghana. Mm. And then he got dragged back in and uh he dropped he dropped the doozy. He fucking got fucking album of the year at the Grammys. So yeah, shout out to Stevie Wonder, man. Speaking of shout-outs, let's do some shout-outs. Yo, that was a nice transition, sir. <laughs> Respect. Uh, you guys got any shout-outs? I do not. <laughs> Shout-out to the shitty listing agent that sold me this fucking condo. <laughs> 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 That's pretty good. I'm okay. coming for you. Wow, are, we going, wow, are, we wow. Going, are we dropping the first name like I did my... Uh... My my inspector. His first name is Day, and I'm coming for him. Motherfucking mm, mm, mm. Day. Mm. Well, I um. That sounded I, very She-Hulk of her, by the way. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. I've yet to watch that. Maybe I should. Okay, you so badly want me to be She-Hulk, and I am not She-Hulk. That is you. I think you need you need other lady lawyer shows so that you can put me in a different box. No, I used to watch Murphy Brown. Nah, you're not Murphy Brown. <laughs> oof, oof. What was the one? What was the one with Calista Flockhart? Uh. Oh man, what was that? I can I tell know. you, I Allie watched McBeal. like three... was it Ali McBeal? Yeah, Ali McBeal. Yeah, Ali McBeal. All right, all right. How about how to get away with murder? Yeah, nah. no, no, that's nah. the worst. I watched the first like five minutes. I was like, I have to turn this off really? because a law student said that they had just clerked for a Supreme Court judge, and I was like, that's not how this works. Mm, anyway, I watch that show. Maybe mm. I should not <laughs> You should not. Ross, you got any shout outs? Yeah, I mean just just uh just gonna say pray for Haiti. Mm. People of Haiti, um let's see if we can ward off a uh uh another yet another uh <laughs> yet another invasion, yet another uh, occupation mm-hmm. by foreign powers that Canada is not be helpful. Yep, Canada, US, France, Brazil, you know, the usual suspects. Um, the core group, as they like to be referred to, <clears throat> but yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Anyone oh. looking to make a buck? Pretty much. Big facts. Um, you know, regular shout outs as always. Shout out to Long Shots Bar, um, billiards uh, out there in uh, the Four Corners area. Say what up to Harold and Mo and Alex out there and. Uh, Slices, pizza, New York. There, you know, it's booming. It's, it's 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 just really good. Go try it whenever you get a chance. Just, uh, go check it out. Um, take my word for it because I don't sound like a sleazy used car salesman right now. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out! Shout outs to um, insurance. Random thoughts and best regards. Oh, okay, Todd. Cool. Shout yeah! Shout out to LA Insurance as well. Uh, Ray and Charles holding it down. Big shout out to Alan as always, just because. Um, Carpe diem. Yeah, carpool diem for sure. I was, I'm in the oh, middle yeah, of their last. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm in the middle of their last episode. It's getting good. Uh, Marvin's uh, saving lives by moving traffic cones. 
<laughs> out in the uh, out of the child uh, the child drop off line, the pickup line. It's it's great. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm sorry if I forgot any other shout outs. My bad. Um, it's kind of late and we're all kind of tired. So um, with that being said, I think it is time we bid you all adieu. Let me play this. Just uh, you know, stay tuned. We'll be back with some new things. Hey. Hey. Hey.